The Mel Gedroich Podcast. Hey, it's Mel G, and this week on our little podcast, we're going to be talking about, ooh, live gigs, expiry dates, and a bit of a crazy tell Mel. If you like that, then do have a listen to us every Saturday lunchtime from one on Magic. There will be more chat and some great songs thrown in for the old good measure. Still processing some nuts. Um, I'm so sorry. I bought a bag of nuts just before coming on air. And uh, I don't really have a lot of moderation when it comes to the old snackage bush. You know that. I'm eating as well now. There's a whole show just us eating. <laughs> you go for food uh. quite near the end of a song. Always. Do you know what I mean? I think Always. she's never she's never going to get that down <laughs> before the end of the song, and sometimes you don't. I put in a pistachio and a cashew, and that has served me badly. 20 seconds left on the track. It's madness. <laughs> Absolute madness. Also, with I'm sorry to keep pointing my pen at you and nice this slightly enough. it's a slightly sort of Peter Sissons manoeuvre, do you remember? <laughs> the newsreader. Slightly Sissons. Bit I of do Sissons. Yeah, do apologise for that. That's Don't know right. what's going on there. I'm just gonna crash straight on in. Do it. This is my therapy session once a week. Hello, beloved listener. You're a part of this as well. You're very much you're integral to this. One of the most embarrassing things happened to me this week that I, I think has ever, ever happened. Really? And I need to share. Yeah, I'll set the scene. Go on. So, um, <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> this happened a few nights ago. Went out to quite a cool venue okay. in London, mm-hmm. in the Hoxton area, which is full, as we know, of hipsters, dudes, pipe-smoking, vaping young lads and lasses. With the kind of fancy moustaches yeah. and rolled-up jeans rolled and up stuff jeans, like that. And a lot of sort of mixed chatter, you know, between George Orwell and... Politics and IT, you know yeah, what I mean? That kind of combo, yeah. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> That's what they talk about. That kind of combo. Me and the other half, we're coming in from the Shires, from the Burbs of London. I'd bought tickets to see Courts, which is a band, you know, that I'm really into, from Basildon. Yes. Really good funk, hip-hop band. I feel quite trendy about them because not a lot of people seem to know about them. Uh-huh. So, all good. We've got our best kind of Hoxton togs on. You've been looking forward to this gig as well, because you mentioned yeah. it before. Yeah, yeah. really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, the support actor on, we brought a young friend with us who's oh. in his early 20s, so we're feeling pretty cool, although I'm worried that people think I'm his mother, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're having a great time. We're rocking out to the support act. They're brilliant. Yeah. Then, the main event. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They play, and I'm suddenly thinking, I think they might have changed musical direction a bit. They they used to be sort of funk, hip-hop, and now they've gone into quite hardcore indie. Really? Yes, really weird. And Benny and I are sort of looking at each other thinking, what the heck is... They were good, yeah. still really good, but we're like, when are they going to play our old favourites? Because you played this a bit of it, and they're quite funky. They were very funky Very before. funky, mm. yeah. So we're trying to sort of dance, and our friend who we've brought with us is kind of looking at us as if to say... Hang on, this isn't hip, hop, slash funk. What the heck is going on? This isn't what I signed up for. Anyway, they did a very, very mesmerising, energetic set. Uh-huh. They go off, we go to the bar, and I see the guitarist. And I think, right, I'm going to go up and have a little chat to one of my heroes, the Courts guitarist. I'm going to have a little chat about that. Bring the gang in with, and I say, oh, listen, 
that was amazing. That was really good. Give him a massive hug. Yeah. And I say, look, what's happened to your direction? You've sort of moved into this kind of indie territory. What's going on? Quite a long story, gang. Are you still with me? I'm, we're still with you, definitely. And he said, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we like this kind of stuff and all good. And I'm like, brilliant. And I say, I mention you on the radio lots. I always say my favourite band at the moment are Courts. Give uh-huh. you a nice little shout out. His face went slightly confused. And he said, um, we're, we're, we're not Courts. Oh. Uh, I said, right, um, who, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Uh, and they're a band called How's Harry. Oh, my Lord. So we've been chatting for about 15 minutes. Courts are on in the other room. Oh, no. I had, it was <laughs> the most <laughs> embarrassing thing. I said, oh. I've mentioned you loads on the radio, so now I have mentioned them on the radio, but they're called How's Harry. Oh, man, so even the person you brought along saying, look, this band are brilliant, you're going to love this lot. Oh, you were dancing in, dancing around in front of thinking that was it. Yes. And it wasn't even them. Oh. Oh, Mel, that is so awful. And speaking of the guitarist, he looked really annoyed as well when yeah. I just thought he was part of the band Courts. Oh, you see, that is so painful, especially when you've kind of stepped out there into like... Stepped uh, out, man. This, you, you've, you've nailed your... What's the phrase? Colours nailed... to the pole. Absolute. Or the flag. Flags to the pole. You've nailed your flags flag to, to the your mast. colours. Colours to the mast, even. To the mast, with that band... And then this is... How, where do we go from here? Where does this th- go from this here? Bush, this is what I need to know. Where I've do been, we go from here? I've had leg twitches about it. <laughs> so we've missed half of court set because we go in and they're already 15 minutes in. Yeah. They're only doing 35 minutes or something. Oh. And so, you've been looking forward to that for ages as well. Yes. Oh, my God. I panned so badly with this guy. He looked <laughs> ap- He looked hostile. <laughs> he looked hostile, but anyway. There. There we oh, go. That's Mel. my little story for the week. I don't know how. I don't know if you can bounce back from this. I want you to think about this, Bush, because I have panned so badly, and <laughs> a shown my age, and b my lack of musical knowledge. <laughs> so uh, we'll come back to this. Thank you very much. Mel, I feel your pain. This is oh, a really it's painful situation. It's awful. Do you know what I do sometimes when I I got something wrong and I know I've got it wrong? I double down on it. What do you mean? Like, overdo it. Over Say, you know, like, go and see all of their gigs. What's the name of the band that you actually They're thought was... they called House like, Harry. House Harry, House right? Harry are the band that were on, and I thought they were courts. Oh. Follow them absolutely I will, everywhere. I will have to. I now will have to go to every gig and say that I'm a massive fan. <laughs> like, no, don't like get me pe- wrong. Penance. House Harry are a really good band. They're, They're good. really, really tight, quite heavy, indie, just very cool. One of them do- dove into... Dived or dove... Stage dove. Stage dove. Into the uh, crowd, and it worked. There was diving into the crowd at the end of the gig. There was diving in the middle of it, mate. The bass player jumped off the stage and was actually playing the bass within the crowd. Wow, sounds like some kind of Bacardi advert or whatever going on, people dancing in a nightclub, that kind of thing. I reckon you've got to go and follow this band now, wherever they go, just to prove that you were there to see them in the first place. How's Harry? Absolutely. Do it. Hello there. Hello. Now, Bush, do you remember last time... Yes. Do you remember last time? Yeah. Now, usually, in a rather self-centred, narcissistic way, <laughs> it's um, it's my good self that nominates something for the Ledger of Ledge, but not so anymore. This is a caring, sharing show. This is all about altruism, this show. And Bush, I pass you the Ledger of Ledge baton. There it is. I'd like you to nominate... And I'll have to draw it, which is slightly worrying. How are, how are your drawing terrible. skills? I Absolutely think the last terrible. thing you drew for us was... Uh, whose shoe was it from a TV chat show? 
Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams' shoe. Robbie Williams' shoe, which was a pointy sort oh. of Aladdin-type slipper. It really was. Uh, well, it's lovely to be in charge of the Ledger of Legends. Doesn't it look good as well? Yeah, feels good in the hands, doesn't it? solid. Uh, I'm going to nominate, then, something that doesn't quite get the uh, credit it deserves. OK, go on. It's like a collection of things. OK. Mini toiletries. Oh. Don't you love mini toiletries? I love Do you know, I bought love some. Them. I bought some just today, mate. That's so weird. Did you? Like, you're going on a little holiday or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I'm going off to uh, to Lithuania later in the week. There you go. You got to go around and buy mini toiletries. Yeah, I bought a mini deodorant, which I've never bought before. Lovely. I bought a mini talcum powder to put in my shoes. <laughs> I bought um, a mini uh, dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. In case I can't wash my hair. Yep. Of course, I'll be able to wash my hair, but one never knows. Dry shampoo, I still find magic. Isn't that magic? Yeah. How does it even work? It's amazing. But shampoo, as we all know, is gloopy and it's wet. Yeah. How do you have a dry version of it? I think if you put cornflour in your hair, that might work as well. You reckon? That absorbs, that absorbs moisture. Oh, I gotta absorb the moisture. <laughs> Um, I <laughs> love it. I love little mini What's your favourite mini toiletry? Little mini versions of... what? What's the shower gel called that's tingly? <gasps> oh, I love it. Um, little mint stuff. Minty. Minty, 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 minty stuff. Minty, minty, the green stuff. Little minty mint stuff. <laughs> you may have noticed on this show this week that Mel and I can't quite remember the words for anything. I'm nearly 50. Pass me the ledge. <laughs> I've got to draw you now some mini toiletries. Oh, this do. is embarrassing because your drawings are so brilliant and I mine is just appalling. Your Robbie Williams shoe is pretty damn good, so don't <laughs> You do yourself down, Mel. All right, my darling. Go on, give it a go. Okay. Oh, let the podcast centre us because, my goodness, when we were on air, oh, we were we were quite giddy. We were a little bit crazy. Yeah, a little bit off the wall, a little bit left field. Okay, Mel. The question from the podcast tin for you is yeah, as follows: go on. What did you think you were good at, but were actually quite bad at? Pretty much everything, mate. <laughs> I thought I could present a radio show. Um, oh, oh, come deep. on. Come on. Um, oh, that's a good question. That's rather a deep searching question for our podcast, isn't it? Yeah, but with singing, were you good at, do you think you're good at singing? Hang on, the... what, do you, what do you mean? No, because you can no, no. sing. Why did you say that? I meant it in a You know of... I'm in training for a musical bush. I'm just asking you this. No, did you, you always you were, you think... were questioning. You were questioning my was... confidence in my singing. No, Why'd I you do wasn't. That? I was, I was just saying, did you always... I feel like the question from the ten minutes might might have soured the atmosphere. Yeah, it has. Let's leave a little space around that, and I'd like to ask you the same question. Were you ever good at anything that you turned out to be really rubbish at, like my singing? Yeah, asking podcast questions. Mm. It is time for Bush's Red Letter Day. Bush, what day is it? That's it. All done. Yeah, that was all done. Done and dusted. All done. I mean, I know it is the 2nd of June. We all know that. Everyone knows that. What actual day is it? Mel, you're not going to believe this. It's World Rotisserie Chicken Day. Oh, I love a rotisserie chicken. So do I. I absolutely love it. My mouth just came alive with saliva as you said those words. I stand and stare at the rotisserie (laughs) uh, chicken section at supermarkets, just like ogling it. Don't you think the chickens are a bit small, though, the ones they put on the rotisserie in the supermarket? But I like the fact that you can get it in, like, a little metallic bag. Metallic bag is Take lovely. Take it where you want. Metallic bag is lovely. And it's yours until you get to the yeah. till, pretty much. But don't you worry that sometimes they're not chickens. <laughs> what do you think they might be? I don't know. Might they be ferrets or something? <laughs> little rotisserie ferrets. I don't then know. again, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. That would have been, like, a staple meal in medieval times, rotisserie <laughs> ferret. Anyway, <laughs> let me give you three amazing facts about chickens. Oh, come on. Uh, chickens aren't completely flightless. They can get airborne and make it over a fence or into a tree. Really? Yeah, according to the internet. 
A little short hop flight. A little tiny mini flight. Like Plymouth to Gatwick or exactly. something. Exactly, yeah, okay. short haul. That's good, that's a good fact. Fact number two, chickens dream like we do. They experience REM. Stop it. During sleep, yeah. What, Michael Stipe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, do they... Oh. But how do we know that? Well, apparently... How do we know? Feet move and everything when they sleep, the way the dogs do and stuff. But they have... To, what would a chicken dream about? I was about to say... I was about to say grain. They probably do dream about and, grain. And other chickens. And other chickens. So the eye, the, so when we dream, our eyeballs kind of move from left to right, don't they? Yeah, rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movement. So are you saying a chicken does... <laughs> does rapid eye movement. Again, we can't ask them, so we don't know for sure. That's a great fact, though. Fact number three, baby chickens are chicks, female chickens are pullets, until they're old enough to lay eggs and then they become hens. Male chickens are called roosters, cocks or cockerels, depending on what country you're in. Hang on, pullet. I've never heard of that before. Never, that's P. U-double-L-E-T. Yeah, if we're getting into the sheep-lamb-type territory here, I, I already think animals are more complicated than they need to be. Uh, Bush, I was just about to say, how are we on the lamb-sheep? Still troubled. Okie dokes. Listen, troubled. thank you very much for those chick facts. Pleasure. balls. Now, listen, Mighty Bush, it's very, very strong to see you. Um... How's your, how's your week been, Bush? I must ask you that. How's your week been? Thank you, Mel. It's been half-term to the max. Oh, uh, of course. Half-term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's been a half-term of kind of uh, tablets and Nintendos and, uh, you know, gadgets. Oh, and gadget kids show. and gadgets. Ugh. And phones and stuff. Like, can I have a go on your phone? It can only end badly, I'm sorry. It Absolutely. It can only end badly. And you always made me yearn for a simpler time. You remember the ways that you used to entertain yourself back when you were a kid and you didn't have any of these other distractions? And... Maybe yes. there weren't even four channels on telly. Oh, matey. Do you remember pre-four channels on um, telly? Hello. I don't even know what my daughter would do if there was only three channels. Imagine there were only three channels. You may do is what you did. Totally. You flipped over between, you know, Morecambe and Wise to Nationwide and then and then <laughs> back to Morecambe and Wise probably and, and uh, two solid hours on the test card. The best you could hope for is the test yes. card. So I, I, I've been explaining to my daughter this week about uh, games that, like, say, me and my brother used to do or play to entertain ourselves. Oh, like, dear. for example, uh, did you ever used to get full fat milk, get the top of it, shake it and make butter? Oh, that's fun. Do you remember that's, that? That's, that's how we used to entertain ourselves in Devon. I've, make your own butter. I've, to me, that actually sounds like really good fun. It's really good fun. Imagine so, spreading that on your on your uh, top bread. Of the, the top of the milk. So yeah. you so you take the top of the milk off, siphon it off into a separate reticule thing, container. Yeah. Contain yes, lovely. And then what do you do? You use a fork? No, just shake it. Simple as that. Give it a go. How long does it take before it butterizes? About forty-five minutes. It does get a bit long. <laughs> You, there's a bit in the middle where you, you lose your way and you start to doubt if this is worth it and then suddenly the it, the butter just starts to appear and you think, oh, hold on a minute, so it's fun. happening, it's happening now. And then it's very quick, isn't it? Very, very quick. I went to a Saxon village. <laughs> that is the best start of a story I've ever heard. You got my attention. In Denmark, yep. to make a little documentary about it. Oh, yes. And uh, it was marvellous. We had to leave all our gadgetry at the centre, the Saxon centre. Mm-hmm. And we had to make butter using reeds. Butter using reeds? Yeah, so we had full milk and then reeds that we had to swish around. Two hours, mate. That's amazing. But when it became butter, it was a very, very quick process. Very proud of yourself by that point as well. Yeah, and we had to build our own uh, oven to cook a fish in. 
That is amazing. We lived as Saxons. Maybe that's the key. Maybe that is the key to reclaiming the, the essence of half-term goodness. Live like a Saxon. Yeah. What would a Saxon do? Ask yourself that question. Yes, and I must tell you about the family that were with us. They were extraordinary. They came from... Oh, Southgate in the north of London. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. There were five of them. I need to tell you about them. They were absolutely brilliant in the Saxon village. Love it. Yeah, strong. There will only ever be one Swayze. There will only be one Swayze. And that was him. She's like the wind. Love a bit of Swayze. Although I did see his brother on a dating programme. Oh, yeah. Patrick Swayze's brother. Looks just like him. Oh, seriously? Yeah. What was his name? Kenneth. Um, Kenneth? Davy. Davy Swayze. No, no I don't know. know what he was called. Davy Swayze wouldn't work as a name. <laughs> that would be a really bad It name. has to be. Well, no, I suppose Patrick was two syllables. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, that works. I think it should be one syllable. Bill Swayze. Bob Swayze. Dave Swayze. Dave Swayze? Ken Swayze. Ken Swayze. Yeah. Imagine getting your roof done by Ken Swayze. Ken Swayze. Or be like hair by Ken Swayze. Yes. That's, that's, that would work. That w- it would work very well very as a well hair indeed. sound, wouldn't it? Yeah. But if it's a hair salon, it really should be by rights a pun on yeah. the name, like headmaster cuts. Yeah, headmaster. Headmaster cuts. Curl off. up and die. Or I walked yeah. past one uh, in Essex yesterday that was called the Hairport. <gasps> that oh. is strong. On the road to the actual airport. That <laughs> is airport. very strong. It's not bad, is it? Oh, I tell you what would be excellent mm-hmm. for a musically minded person yep. who likes musical theatre: mine Lieber hair. <laughs> from Cabaret. Might leave her. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good. Uh, you would feel like you might be joining some kind of sketchy organisation, though. Might Poss- leave her. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. Um, anyway, the Saxon village. Bush. Saxon village. Back to Denmark, the Saxon village. Uh, this family was so keen on being Saxons for three days, they'd actually made their own Saxon shoes. Wow, <laughs> Saxon shoes. They'd looked it up online. They'd cut some leather in sort of moulded forms, Uh and they came with pre-made Saxon shoes. He was a copper. He was absolutely lovely, Simon, from Southgate. Uh, They were such a lovely family, and Simon very, very quickly became the head of the village. Oh, what, he is kind of asserted control? No, he he wasn't controlling, but we just looked to him because he was such a nice guy and so brilliant at A, building the oven, and B, working in the forge. C, making shoes. And making shoes. I think if you've turned up with shoes you've made yourself, you're throwing your hat in the ring to be boss. You're head of the village, aren't you? Also, I imagine those shoes weren't dissimilar to the ones you may have seen in Hoxton when you were at your (laughs) hipster gig at the start of this show. I brought it back again. I'm so sorry. Mate, the embarrassment, the embarrassment, his face when he realised. <laughs> oh, sorry for the flashback, Mel. Oh, I apologise. Oh, is it, there's no. You're right. You said at the beginning of the show, it's a cul-de-sac of embarrassment. There's no way out. We have to get them played. We have to get Harry, the Harry band, played on it. They're good. They are strong. They're very, very good. If we had a word with our head of music, James, do you reckon he might let us play them? No. Okay. Uh, I mean, we could. Do, you, do we play hardcore indie on this show? Not really, Not Bush. really, no. Not really. Not really. Not really. Right. Oh, pod. Oh, pod tin. Oh, my God, that is really quite eerie. Oh, tin of pod, what will you give us today? Wow. Ooh. Actually, that's a good lion noise. That is. Gives a good echo. We mentioned on the show about people listening to this podcast to relax. That'll have woken you up, wouldn't it? Yeah. Lying in the bedroom. Lying in the bedroom. La, 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 la. Uh, now, listen, let's have a little look. <laughs> oh, they're typed. I can't, I can't quite get over this. The questions are typed. It's like a ransom note in many ways. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is 
Excellent. How old is the most expired item in your fridge? Ooh. Be totally honest. I had a packet of crisps over the weekend just gone that were about six months out. Yeah. But they were okay. Were they in your fridge, Bush? They weren't in my fridge. I do put a lot of things in the fridge. Oh. Anything I can get my hands on. Should put I it repeat in the, the question for you? How old is the most expired item in your fridge, oh. Bush? In your fridge. I mean, the crisp is, is interesting. Yeah. We like the crisp, <laughs> but it did say fridge. I'm going to have to be very, very pernickety. It was a multi... This. I don't want to go on about the crisps, but it was a multi-bag of crisps. Okay. You know, multi-pack had all the different flavours in it, but like you say, it doesn't apply because it wasn't in the in yeah. the fridge. But can a crisp ever go off, though, if it's in a packet? Not really. Well, that was six months and it tasted fine to yeah. me. Yeah. I'll put it to you, Mel. In your fridge, what's yeah. the most expired thing? Well, we've got some... This is very, very trendy and a little bit, if I might say so, Hoxton. Okay. The trendy area of London that we mentioned before. Uh, it's a little bit Hoxton. Uh, I've got some uh, old uh, black and white film that's... Uh, we keep it in the fridge and it's about, I don't know, 12 years old or something. It's really? Yeah, black and white film. You keep black and white film in the fridge? Yeah. It hasn't been used yet or exposed but we just keep it in the fridge. I don't really know why. But you're planning to use it? Can you, like, take photos on it? Yeah, we'll take some moody, trendy, dare I say, probably quite Hoxton. Quite Hoxton. In London shots. Probably well, I'll have a beard with a moustache. <laughs> I mean, if there's anyone listening right now that keeps stuff in their fridge that isn't normal fridge stuff, I'd like to hear from them. Oh, that's good. Do you know what I mean? Like, stuff in your fridge mm. that's a bit weird. Yeah, yes. Like, black and white film. Yeah. Or people who keep the things they're going to feed to their lizards. Oh, that's good. Because if you've got like a yeah. like an iguana or something, you have to keep its really weird stuff it eats in your fridge. I tell you what food they would eat. It would be sort of granules that would be almost like gravy granules. So it would be very salty and meaty. <laughs> Are you saying that's what iguanas eat stuff that's like gravy granules? Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you know, can't you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would smell horrid. I was thinking more along the lines of like frozen crickets or whatever, but <gasps> oh. maybe they eat granules. Maybe they eat granules. I love crickets. I know. So sweet. Same boy I used to be. What? I don't know. Bush, what, that was a sort of stray. I need to explain what was going on. He was doing some sort of air, <laughs> some air traffic control. But if you imagine the bats not flapping upwards, <laughs> I was trying to vogue. It was terrible voguing. Really, the really bats was. Were flapping down and inwards. Oh, Bush, I might have to ask you to do that again. That was very, very strong. But listen, no, enough of that. Enough yes. of this tittle-tattle, this piffle-paffle. It's uh, time for Tell Mel. You can ask me anything. Go on. Chance it. Oh, yes. yeah. My fiancé's mum keeps touching my pregnant belly whenever she sees me without asking first. It's really annoying. Uh, what should I do? It is her absolute right to do so. If I had a daughter-in-law, I would be folding my head round her belly all the time. Mm -hmm. Hi, Mel. It's Ed here. My boss does the tea round and keeps putting the sugar spoon in the tea, stirs it and puts it back in the sugar tin. What do you think? This is a matter for HR, my dear. You take it straight to the top. The top of the cheese pyramid. You go there. What is on top of the cheese pyramid? Is it a brie or is it a cheddar? I don't... <laughs> Goes to the very top of the big cheese pyramid. Hi, Mel. It's Mel here. My boyfriend keeps wearing <laughs> trainers with no socks. He says the socks scrunch under his feet, but it makes his feet and the trainers smell. How can I stop this? You've pushed him into this position. Right, my advice... I'm sorry. We have gone slightly rogue today in the studio. My advice is two words. 
<laughs> Talcum powder, my friend. I've said it very many times on this show. If you're not going to wear a sock, put talcum powder within the shoe. That will sort the problem out. Do you understand, my dear? Make it tweed as well. A nice tweed shoe. You won't get a lot of sweat in a tweed shoe. Oh, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Hear more nonsense like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroich Podcast. <laughs>